Hello, all of you wayward spirits. My name is Liz Ashley and I am so obsessed with Supernatural that I decided to do some research Winchester style on anything and everything mentioned in the show. And though the show has sadly ended, this podcast is going to keep the family together. So what do you say? Do you want to join me on the hunt? Alright, so this content has a lot of reference to death and disturbing situations, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of Wayward Spirit Pod. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that I did some polls on the format of this podcast, and this is the first episode that I'm using your insight that you gave me to make the show better. And thank you so much for that. I'm very excited for this new direction. (laughs) So now we are going to talk about Supernatural first, then get into the real life lore. And at the end, we will compare and contrast between the two. I also was told to talk more about ghosts. So here's our first ghost episode where we are researching bloody Mary. I remember hearing this urban legend when I was a kid, but I have always been too scared to try it. So I thought it would be fun to talk about the different origins of Bloody Mary and how it is portrayed in Supernatural. Let's start with where we see Bloody Mary in Supernatural. We see Bloody Mary the one and only time in season one, episode five, titled Bloody Mary. So we're talking all the way back in season one when Supernatural was still a scary movie type of show. In the beginning of the series, before Angels and God got introduced to this show, it started off in the horror genre and was supposed to be based off of the urban legends we see in all of our favorite horror movies. So this episode starts out with a few young girls, like really young, like they're playing truth or dare, right? and talking about making out and they're so young i'm like why did you pick these kids that were so young maybe i was just a lame kid i don't know but they were they were really young and i just don't i don't (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but anyway they were having a sleepover and playing truth or dare and one of the girls dares her friend to play bloody mary She then explains the legend to her friends and says that Bloody Mary is a witch. And when you go into the bathroom, turn off all the lights and say Bloody Mary three times, she will come and scratch your eyes out. She accepts the dare declaring that Bloody Mary isn't real and takes a candle into the bathroom to do the ritual. Nothing happens, but when the girl who performed the ritual's dad appears, Mary seems to be following him throughout the house and all the mirrors. And when Mr. Shoemaker goes to the bathroom to get ready for bed, Bloody Mary finds him. And the next thing you know, he is on the bathroom floor in a puddle of blood. So, after hearing this, the boys head to Toledo, Ohio to check out the case. The family thinks that he died because of an aneurysm because his eyes were bleeding out when they found him. The coroner even said that they were basically liquefied. When Sam and Dean go to talk to the family, they find out that the younger daughter played Bloody Mary the night her father died. 
As they try to figure out what is going on, they go to the library to research the town to see if anyone named Mary died there that may have a reason to haunt them. And at this library, the computers don't work and they have to go through books and articles, which Dean hates. It's actually a really funny scene <laughs> because Dean's like, oh, is this what you did in college? And Sam's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, those computers were so old. It is so funny to see them. This, of course, was in 2005, so times were much different then. But I remember those computers and it is just so funny to see them now. <laughs> As they are researching, the oldest daughter's friends try to prove that Bloody Mary isn't real to the rest of her friends and goes into the bathroom to do the ritual. At first, nothing happens. But right as she gets off the phone with her friends, Bloody Mary comes for her in the mirror and says, you did it. You killed that boy. And she dies on the floor with her eyes bleeding out. This actress who plays Jill, the friend, is actually also in Final Destination 3, where she plays one of the Ashleys, and her name is Chilan Simmons. Chilan Simmons. I don't know how to say her name, but I love Final Destination, so I thought this was a really cool little fun fact. <laughs> the boys now go to Jill's house to look for clues. They don't understand why it came from Mr. Shoemaker when his daughter was the one who did the ritual, but when Jill did the ritual, it actually came to her, the person who said it. And in Jill's room, they find the name Gary Brightman. They find out that he was an eight-year-old boy who got killed in a hit and run. Jill's friend realized that the car that hit the little boy was actually Jill's. And this is when they figure out that Mr. Shoemaker might have actually killed his wife because Bloody Mary seems to be going after those who have secrets where people died. After doing some research, they found a Mary Worthington from Fort Wayne, Indiana, who was an unsolved murder. She was killed when someone took her eyes out with a knife. And while Mary was being murdered, she tried to spell her killer's name in the blood. They think it was a surgeon she was having an affair with and right before she was about to tell his wife, but he killed her so they could never prove it. The cop says that Mary spent her last moments trying to expose his secret. Then they ask where she is buried and he says that she was cremated. And Dean just gives Sam that look which made me laugh so hard. I love it when people are cremated, I just find it so funny. Uh, yeah, especially in this earlier season, because you you don't realize, you know, cursed objects. And so it's just so funny when people are cremated and they're like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> they find out that the mirror that Mary died in front of still belongs to the family and was just sold to an antique store called Estate Antiques a week ago, which was located in Toledo. Sam and Dean talk about how spirits can get trapped into mirrors, thinking that it is probably what is causing Bloody Mary to stick around. Sam mentions that a long time ago when people would die in a house, they would cover up the mirrors so the spirit wouldn't get trapped. When Bloody Mary comes for Jill's friend Charlie, she calls Sam and Dean and they take her to their motel and cover up all the mirrors while they try to find the one mirror that Bloody Mary died in front of. This, of course, means that Charlie has a secret that ended up with someone dying. 
and her secret is super sad and also a trigger warning so just know that going into this she had an ex that she broke up with and when she broke up with him he threatened to commit suicide and she didn't believe him but he ultimately did which is so very very sad and if you or anyone you know ever needs help with that, please seek help and talk to someone or a hotline. All right. Now, Sam and Dean are on the hunt for the mirror. And while they're driving to the antique store, they discuss how they're going to kill Bloody Mary. And Sam thinks that they need to summon her in the mirror, then smash it to get rid of her. Which Sam would be the one that had to summon her because he has a secret of his own that ended up with someone getting hurt. Sam believes that because he didn't take his visions about Jessica's death seriously, it is his fault that she died. When they get to the antique shop, they find Mary's mirror and Sam starts the ritual to summon Bloody Mary. But before they can see her and shatter the mirror, the cops come because they broke into a store. <laughs> so Dean goes and deals with the cops while Sammy is being tortured by Bloody Mary in the mirror saying, it is your fault. You killed her. You killed Jessica. Dean punches the cops. <laughs> of course he does. And, <laughs> and comes back in the nick of time to shatter the mirror. But Mary is not gone yet. <laughs> she crawls out of the mirror, kind of looking like the ring, which is super creepy. <laughs> So Sam and Dean put the mirror in front of her face and she says to herself, you killed them. All of those people you killed then starts to bleed and then disintegrates into the ground. And then they shatter that mirror into the bad luck mirror joke. So <laughs> I think this joke is so funny. Because Dean, after they shouted the mirror that was hers, says, what is that, like seven years of bad luck? And <laughs> you've probably seen the meme, but there's a meme saying, like a fan theory saying that they, they've had, like they've gone through all of these things all of these years and had such bad luck because, <laughs> because they broke this mirror back in season one. And I just, I know it's not true, but like... It just tickles me. I think it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> All right. Let's dissect the lore and supernatural a little bit. So the beginning of this episode depicts the most common place known to summon or learn about Bloody Mary. A sleepover. <laughs> During the sleepover, we learn the ritual used and it includes taking a lit candle to a dark bathroom looking in the mirror and saying Bloody Mary three times. And that when you are done, she will appear in the mirror and claw your eyes out. In the show, the young girls talk about who they think Mary is. And one says a witch and the other says someone who died in a car accident, which is consistent with what Sam mentions later. When trying to figure out how Bloody Mary could be killing these people, Sam mentions that people across the world play this game and don't end up dying, showing that it is a common thing that children do and that it is commonly considered a game 
Though, as we see in the episode, it is more like a summoning ritual. And later on in the episode, when they're at the library, Sam mentions that Mary is considered to be like 50 different people. Some saying it's a witch, others not. But they all died in front of the mirror and are all named Mary. But in this instance, it ends up being a woman named Mary Worthington, and she got murdered in front of the mirror and goes after those who have secrets where people have died. Sam says that he believes that Mary's spirit got trapped in the mirror because they say the mirror is a reflection of the soul, which is why it is bad luck to break. He also mentioned that spirits can get trapped into mirrors and that a long time ago when people would die in a house, they would cover up the mirrors so the spirits wouldn't get trapped. And they end up killing the spirit of Mary by giving her a dose of her own medicine because summoning her and shattering her mirror didn't end up working. This is interesting because it is one of the few spirits that they don't kill by salting and burning the artifact or the body. And I found that really interesting because normally if it's an artifact or if it's something that they left behind, they salt and burn that as well. But they did not do that with this mirror. So I just thought that was interesting. Now we're going to get into the real life lore that Supernatural based this episode off of. And I, for one, am extremely excited. <laughs> so, like I said, I have yet to be brave enough to do the Bloody Mary ritual. But I remember hearing about it in elementary school and at slumber parties. If you have never heard of the Bloody Mary ritual, there is a long running legend that if you go into the bathroom, turn off all of the lights and chant Bloody Mary three times, she will appear to you in the mirror. Now, there are a few different variances of this ritual, but this is the one that I was told growing up. The funny thing is, is that I didn't even remember who told me this legend. It was just something everybody knew about. But what we didn't know was the story behind it. The Bloody Mary urban legend seemed to pop up around the 1970s, but may have roots in olden time divination rituals. The real Bloody Mary is thought to be a few different people, and no one can definitively conclude who she is or where this legend and ritual has come from. I actually found a lot of scholarly articles and papers that were written about Bloody Mary and how she came about. So a lot of people have studied this legend and have tried to get to the bottom of it, wondering if the ritual came first or if the legend did, and why it seems to be some sort of rite of passage for girls at sleepovers. So the real Bloody Mary has thought to be either Mary Tudor, Elizabeth Bathory, or Mary Worth. Mary Tudor was the Queen of England in 1553 and was actually called Bloody Mary while she was alive because of the amount of people she put to death. Elizabeth Bathory took me by surprise because her name is not Mary, but she is thought to be maybe the face behind the legend because she is one of the most prolific female murderers. She would murder and torture young girls and bathe in their blood. And the most commonly believed, and who I think is the real Bloody Mary, is Mary Worth. Mary Worth is who most people believe is the true Bloody Mary because she was considered to be a witch during the Salem witch trials. Mary was thought to be a witch because she lived in a small cabin in the forest away from the town. She also partook in herbal remedies and some thought she even put curses on them and their animals. 
So when a lot of the young girls in town went missing, they suspected that Mary may have something to do with it. Some townsfolk even ventured out into the forest to confront Mary. And though she denied knowing anything about the missing children, they noticed that she looked more youthful and pretty than normal. They believed that she was taking these children and doing some witchy magic to use them to stay young, much like the movie Hocus Pocus. If you have not seen Hocus Pocus, it is one of the best Halloween movies ever. It is such a classic and you need to watch it because it is amazing. <laughs> but like I said, the townspeople did not believe Mary. So they decided to do what they did with everyone else that they thought was a witch and burn her at the stake, which I do not agree with and I think was horrible, horrible. But anyway, <laughs> Bloody Mary was said to have used mirrors to help her locate and enchant her victims. She cursed all of the mirrors when the villagers executed her so that anyone chanting her name would be pulled into the mirror with her. Like I mentioned in the beginning, there are many different variances to the Bloody Mary rituals, as well as the outcome to those rituals. The one that I grew up on was that you go into the bathroom, turn off all of the lights, look into the mirror, and chant Bloody Mary three times. Now, I honestly had no idea that this concept or ritual was done in different ways, so I found this really interesting. So some variants from the ritual that I knew growing up are bringing a lit candle into the bathroom, looking into the mirror and saying Bloody Mary six, even 13 times. And this is crazy to me because I have also heard that the more you say her name, the worse the outcome is. So I think that's crazy because I have only ever heard three. Some don't even say Bloody Mary at all, but instead chant Mary, I killed your baby. I believe in Mary Worth, or I don't believe in Mary Worth, which, like I said before, is proof that most people believe that the Mary they are actually trying to conjure is Mary Worth. Now, the different outcomes that are said or thought to come from this ritual drastically varies. What I heard growing up was that after the ritual, Mary would appear in the mirror with blood all over her face. I never heard of her hurting anyone or anything like that. Others think though that the blood will come from the faucet, that Mary will just appear and look normal, that she will scratch your face, that the mirror will turn red, or that the scariest of all, she will take your soul and leave you dead. Like I said earlier, though the first instances of Bloody Mary were thought to have started around the 1970s, some believe that this ritual has roots in some olden time divination rituals. In these rituals, young women would go into a dark room, illuminate a mirror with a candle, and chant until they saw their future husband in the mirror. And there is a reason that mirrors have been used for these rituals. Mirrors have long been known as portals from our world to the spirit realm. Something that I found interesting while doing this research was that before funeral homes became a thing, families would have to get their dead relatives ready for the funeral and dress and bathe them themselves, which is really wild to me because I'm okay. 
<laughs> but back then they would put black curtains or fabric all over the mirrors in the house until their family member's body was out of the house because they thought that if the deceased caught a glimpse of themselves in the mirror that their souls would be trapped in their house forever. There is one story of a little boy dying that I heard about on the Paranormal Podcast. And they're super funny. If you haven't listened to them, check them out. They are hilarious. <laughs> but the little boy and his friend wanted to do the Bloody Mary ritual and decided to take turns trying in the bathroom. So while the first boy went in, the other friend stood outside the bathroom waiting for him and almost acting as a lookout and got bored after 10 minutes which look i don't blame him 10 minutes is a long time i think i would have checked on him <laughs> so the little boy who got bored decided to go get some food or something and when he came back his friend was still in the bathroom so he went and got this friend's dad and when they got into the bathroom the little boy was dead now do I know if this is a true story? No. But I heard it on the podcast and it freaked me out a little, so I thought I would share. <laughs> Another story I found about Bloody Mary was on Snopes. A friend of mine said that her roommate tried this and ran out screaming from the bathroom. She was shaking and appeared genuinely terrified and refused to talk about the incident. But those who were around her when she came out noticed that her clenched fingers were covered in blood. All right, so this last story that I found on The Spectator, which is from a university in Kansas. <laughs> I just thought that was a fun little kawinky dink. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was really fun. So, yeah. <laughs> but this story is about a young girl at a sleepover where her and her friends decided to try the Bloody Mary ritual to see if it was true. Now, the narrator of this did not believe that Bloody Mary was real. So, her and all her friends went into the bathroom, shut the door, and turned all of the lights off. They lit a candle to illuminate the mirror, and the girls chanted Bloody Mary three times. So, basically the ritual I grew up on. At first, they didn't see anything in the mirror, but when they tried to pull the door open, it wouldn't open. Then when they turned back around, they saw Bloody Mary in the mirror with a bloody knife and she lunged forward towards the girls, giving them gashes on their faces and arms. When Bloody Mary left, she gave out so much energy that they felt like they were being pushed against the wall and fell to the floor and they ended up passing out. And when they all awoke, they had scratches all over them. Once again, who knows if these stories are real? But there has to be some truth to this myth if it has lasted so long and has gotten passed around so many times. At least, that's what I think. But what do you think? So, let's talk about the differences and the similarities to the real-life lore and how Supernatural depicted Bloody Mary. So let's start with the similarities. One of the first similarities is that it happens at a sleepover. So in the real life lore and in Supernatural, they even start out at a sleepover. And I don't know why I learned that at a sleepover as well, but it is, it's almost like a rite of passage for little girls and it's the weirdest thing, but it is. 
And yeah, once again, I do not remember who told me about this. I honestly cannot remember who told me about this legend. And I find that kind of creepy that all of us just kind of knew about it. Another similarity is that it's young girls. Going along with the sleepover thing, it's basically just young girls that do it or know about it or that, it, or that it's like depicted in even media, which again is weird. It's like a rite of passage thing and I don't, I don't really understand it. <laughs> Having a lit candle is also another similarity, which I did not know about and I actually learned from doing this research because when I was told about it, I, I was never told about a candle. I was just in a dark bathroom in the mirror and chanting her name. Saying Bloody Mary three times. So unlike some other rituals where people have said it like six or 13 times, in Supernatural they only say it three, which I think is the most common form of ritual that she will scratch her eyes out. So like I said, I did not, that was not what I was told when I was growing up, but a lot of people do believe that she will either scratch you, like in the story I just read, or she will scratch her eyes out. And in Supernatural, they took the scratch your eyes out version. But that's actually normal in real life lore, which I did not realize either, that Mary may be a witch. Yes, this is basically like the whole premise of the lore. So they're saying that Mary might be a witch. And they say that in Supernatural as well, that the real Mary, not just in that town, is thought to be known as a witch. That there are many thoughts on who Mary is. So like I mentioned, I only mentioned three of them, but those are the three that I think are the most prevalent or are the most, those are basically the three that I think could be it. There are a few more, but they just didn't seem realistically like, I just, I was like, mm, I don't think so. So I chose the three that I think were most likely to be Bloody Mary, but there are many, many different thoughts or theories, which Sam mentions that there are like 50 different theories. And there probably are 50 different theories. I didn't see 50, but <laughs> there probably are 50 different theories. That it is done all over the country. And recently I have learned that it is done all over the world. So that is a big similarity. And once again, how does everybody know about this legend? How did this just come about? Nobody knows where it came from. Nobody knows what it stems from. And yet most everybody around the world knows about it, which is crazy to me it's just crazy another similarity is that it has been considered a game so yeah it's been considered a game it was basically considered a game when i was younger it was considered a game in supernatural and i don't know where along the line where it stopped being a ritual or it stopped being a legend and became a game i'm not sure but i think it's crazy that this became a game and that little girls do it and that parents aren't like hey maybe don't do that now i get it you know when you're having sleepovers parents aren't always like right in the same room with you but who was telling people this legend <laughs> i want to know it like freaks me out because i don't even remember how i know <laughs> 
and normally the people who summon her die or get attacked. So that is very true. It is always in real life lore the people who summon her. Which is why Sam and Dean were like, whoa, this is weird. Why did the dad get attacked and not the little girl? Like, that's not normal. So they know that that's not normal. Because in the normal lore, it is the person that summons her that gets attacked. Not some random standard by or bypasser or whatever. <laughs> and this one is my favorite similarity. Is that, so they do a little nod to Mary Worth, the one that I think is the real Bloody Mary in Supernatural, by calling the Bloody Mary in that town Mary Worthington. So I thought that that was a really cool nod and I loved it. And yeah, I just think that's awesome because I really do think Mary Worth is the one who's Bloody Mary. Now, was she really a witch? I don't know. But I do think that it was Mary Worth that this legend is based off of. So I think it's really cool that they did that nod to Mary Worthington. And last but not least, one of the similarities is that spirits can get trapped into mirrors and that a long time ago when people would die in a house, they would cover up the mirrors so that the spirit wouldn't get trapped. Now, I did the research on the lore before I wrote about the Bloody Mary episode. So I found this and when Sam talked about it in the episode, I was like, what? That's so cool. I just found that. And it is, it's true. Back before funeral homes and back before they would have mortuaries, they would die in a house. A person or a family member would die in a house and it was up to the family to get them presentable for the funeral. And like I said before, I'm okay. I would not, I would be the one in the corner not really helping because I'm okay. I really am. <laughs> But yeah, they thought that the spirit could get trapped in the mirror. All right, so now let's talk about some of the differences between Supernatural and the real life lore. So when they're in the library, Sam mentions that in the lore, all of them died in front of a mirror and all of them are named Mary, all of the possible people it could be, which as we know is not true because I mentioned someone named Elizabeth and she did not die in front of a mirror and her name is not Mary, obviously. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if Mary Worth died in front of a mirror. I think there are some stories that say she did, but I'm not completely positive on that. But I know that the queen and that Elizabeth did not die in front of a mirror, so that is not true. And in Supernatural, the real Bloody Mary that is doing this is going after those with secrets who have hurt someone, which is not what the real Bloody Mary does or that's not what the lore says. It's basically, if you summon her, she will come and that's about it. It's not having secrets or if you hurt someone, it's just, if you decide to summon her, then you better be ready for the consequences. Which is why I have not done the ritual in my life because I'm not ready. <laughs> and I don't want to know the consequences. And I am alright. <laughs> and I am okay. <laughs> and the last difference is that their eyes bleed out or get liquefied. And that is not true. 
So some people do believe that she will scratch her eyes, but not that they will bleed out or that they will liquefy. That's not that's not the lore. The real life lore is basically that she'll scratch you or leave you gashes or mess up your face or something along those lines. She doesn't let your eyes bleed out or liquefy or whatever. That's not not what she does. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think Bloody Mary is real? Is she Mary Worth or maybe is there more than one? Let me know. I would love to hear what you think. Thank you so much to all of my fellow wayward spirits for joining me on this journey today. And if you want to go on more hunts with me, make sure to subscribe to Wayward Spirit Pod wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to tune in next Thursday for our sixth episode, which is going to be holiday themed. <laughs> And we will be hunting Krampus. <laughs> and if you're already wanting more Wayward Spirit Pod, there is some extra content on Patreon. I record every single episode and put the visuals on Patreon as well as some bloopers and behind the scenes content. So go over there to join all of the fun and shenanigans. <laughs> I would also love to put together some listener stories and responses to the episodes. So let me know if you have heard about the Bloody Mary urban legend or if you have done the ritual yourself. I would love to know. Send me an audio file, video file, text file, whatever you are comfortable with to waywardspiritpod at gmail.com so I can get those on the podcast. <laughs> And if you want even more Wayward Spirit Pod, check us out on Instagram, Reddit, Tumblr at Wayward Spirit Pod or on Patreon at Wayward Spirit. Stay spooky, you guys, and I will see all of you Wayward Spirits next week.